Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, a gaming podcast hosted by David and Seth. Yo, yo, what up? And Forrest. Howdy. Um, bre- breaking news, guys. Uh, don't we're, We usually don't talk about film, uh, but in case you didn't know, one of the biggest moments ever last year uh, was this, the Flash entering the Speed Force. Um, everyone, I know you were wondering oh between God. gaming and film what the biggest moment of the year was, and it's the Flash. Uh, apparently, apparently. So shout out to, to the Flash. Uh, still no video game for him. Uh, you you get to kill him though, seemingly probably in the the Suicide Squad kills of Justice League. Yep. Yeah, um, now delayed. Suicide Squad. Hopefully before he enters the Speed Force, because then everyone will be on his side. I... Um, what if the bullet? What if you mail a bullet to the Speed Force? Mail? Yeah, that's what he says in the trailer. It's like, why don't you just mail me the bullet? In what trailer? In the the Suicide Squad uh, kills the Justice I, League trailer. How do you remember? That? How I, yeah. how does that I stick in know. your brain? I don't, I don't know because I thought it was dumb. That trailer <laughs> stuck in my head. Yeah, that's that's amazing <laughs> I, that you remember that. Uh, I cannot quote a single line from. Either trailer that I yeah. that has been released for Ugh. that game. The most the most I can probably remember from that trailer was just random shark noise from the from King Shark from King Shark best yeah. boy King Shark. Um, it's funny because I remember absolutely nothing else happening in the trailer except <laughs> for the Flash going around someone. So, Deadshot, so. I would presume he was the only one with a gun, right? Yeah, in theory. Like, yeah, no, because just the, mail me the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> like so I wanted to say Captain you... Cold at first, but I'm I don't so even think he's in the game. I don't think he's not. Suicide Squad. It's Boomerang, uh, Captain Boomerang, and King Shark, and you know they're gonna find a way to get Peacemaker in there after oh, the yep. way that the show absolutely. Took off. Um, but regardless <laughs> of that, um, we played video games. We took a small break. Um, Really, it was necessary so that we could A, um, beat Elden Ring, B, companies were not releasing news because Elden Ring had sort of taken over everything. So if you announced something within the past two weeks, it probably got railroaded by discourse about Elden Ring. Um, and really, discourse. Because, <laughs> yeah, capital D, discourse. And other video games also have come out that uh, we've also played some of. Um, but first off, Forrest came in at the final hour. If you're in our Discord, you know that I have been openly pestering him to beat <laughs> Elden Ring. Uh, yes. Because we Crossing needed to... into antagonistically. Oh, absolutely. It gets the I job know, done, though. I know it he does. can handle it. He's, he's, he knows enough that I, I love him enough that I didn't mean it meanly. But I did also mean it a you little me- You meanly. meant it. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely mean. <laughs> saying, it, <laughs> but, saying it publicly is what yeah, that made was the, him that know was the that, meanest part. What but he, it, but it took it out know, of the, the it private chat. It made him know chat. I was more serious. Yeah. It made him know I was more serious about it. When I'm dragged out in front of everybody. Yeah. You know? Yes. Drag him. Um, drag uh, him, queen. Yeah. So, so uh, Forrest beat it. And honestly... 
you know, and we then he beat Elden Ring. This. We we didn't do this <laughs> in the the open chat, but Forrest listened to Seth and I antagonize him to do a different ending than us. <laughs> so yes. he. He got all for uh, the content, baby. For the content, which really you could just go back and do it a different way. Uh, yeah, but that would take so again. much time. Like that's that's gonna take at least fifty more hours. No, but, let's be real. Unless you chose straight up to go into New Game Plus. No, well, for him it would take a long time for him to unlock a different ending. <laughs> yes, because of the, one the, that the I chose. ending that he chose. It specifically locks you out of other endings. Uh, literally go, every other un- one. Oh, right. really? Unless yeah. you unless you go beat the hardest boss in the game. D- which allows you to get rid of the one item. Yeah, just go that, beat her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mean, just go do it for us. Yeah, just go do it. It's fine. It's like you've already spent Come like Come on, why didn't, you, why didn't you do that before we finished recording? <laughs> yeah, it's not like you spent like 85 hours on this game already. And, you know, there are big things coming out next week. You only uh, spent 85 week, hours? Yes. Wait, you That's... guys spent more than... I only spent like 60 hours in the game. I yeah, spent... you were melting everything though in those final few hours. I saw you play. Yeah, <laughs> it's in the game. I'm not. <laughs> I... I know. I'm just saying you were melting things that took me at least twice as long to be with my building character as it did for you. At least in some cases, like five times as long. Yes, you uh, certainly uh, made the most of. One of the most, the extremely overpowered weapon before it was uh, made well, less powerful. I had to fight the last two, sure, sure, sure. three, three bosses with it nerfed and mimic tear. But I will state, I think it is very silly that they nerfed that sword, but they did not nerf the spell. So if I wanted to go and repump all my stats into intelligence and get the comet of Azor. I could well, just sure, do the that, same thing with the staff, because yeah, my, but but there there's such a low there was such a much lower barrier of it like like a stat to level use to be sword. able to use that sword than yeah. than for intelligence, so mm. you would have to like make um, a specific choice of like okay, I need to I need to basically double my intelligence here. What am I going to take stats off of? Yeah, yeah, and I oh, I mean I would I could have done that I I mean. I've, I, I don't know you would have of switching over to an intelligence or or like a, a sorcery build but then I saw that sword and I was like why do, why not both why do anything why, why not both uh I ended up kind of having stats pumped into literally everything I am a I am an everything build um and and, and <laughs> thus a nothing build yes <laughs> I mean I'm still a melee build at, at my core sure 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 um because I don't like doing anything else. Well, frankly, I'm amazed. I definitely spent uh, probably around 140 hours. <laughs> what, what level were you at the end? Uh, gosh, I don't know. Maybe one third. No, uh, I don't know. Uh, I was about to say, Seth, I was like 120 at the end. I'm 140. And you like doubled my hours. Yeah, but <laughs> I really wish there was a counter for how many runes you <laughs> lost Dude, during the game. I really this, wish. This last play session that I did, I swear to God, because I, I was keeping track, I lost like a hundred thousand runes today. But at the Ooh, end of the game, I, that's nothing. I did that 
that's almost an entire level for me (laughs) by the point where or like yeah an entire level by the point that i was getting at like i was i was there were very very long play sessions that i would go through like by the end having come out with no runes because of losing them all I love you. But I will <laughs> say that I'm pretty sure I So I could have I could have um finished the game a lot earlier, but I wanted to unlock and explore like the final secret area. Um Oh, is that um that one just like lone island in the middle of the sea? Uh no, I no. think he's talking about Firmazula. No, no, no. That's not a secret um, area. I'm talking about the hallowed ground. No. Uh, I don't know. It's a secret place that you have to get two pieces of a thing, and it's... Oh, yeah, I didn't go there. Oh, the other lift. Yeah. I, yeah. I'll tell you, I mainlined the game after I got to the mountaintop of the Giants. I was like, <laughs> I think I'm done Yeah, you definitely did. I, yeah. I... I, def- I, I Look, I'm not going to say that I went into every dungeon in the game, but I was very <laughs> I was very thorough about the way I moved across the map. Uh and I'm pretty sure I basically I did I had to have done like at least uh, where did I put it at? Like maybe like 90% of the content in the game, oh I think. Oh my god. I would bet, yeah. Yeah, with that with uh, that amount of hours, absolutely. I mean, listen, I I respect and love the game but there is a and Seth knows this if a game starts to get too long I will just lose interest in it and so I got to like 50 60 hours and I could feel the end coming with the the mountaintop and I'm like I I don't want to I love this game and I I thoroughly love it I think that this game even with the nerf the nerf is annoying but it's fine um I think that it's one of my favorite games I've ever played, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, but uh, there just comes a time when I'm done. Like I'm, I'm good. I, I've experienced what I needed to, and I want to play something else. And hour sixty is where I hit it, or hour fifty. And um, Forrest actually was here when I uh, powered through um, the, that almost that entire last gauntlet of um, bosses, yeah. aside from the last two. Yeah, um, and it. <laughs> I'm dude. I've been literally thinking about that this entire day that I was going through those bosses. And yeah, I, I'm retroactively a little mad and extremely jealous of you <laughs> because it yeah, looks so I, easy. Like, I remember I was on, uh, like I was in a in a voice chat with you. Yeah, um, and I can remember like the amount of t- like like. You you weren't explicitly telling me like what bosses you were fighting, um, but I was able to sort of gather them. And I know that when I like dropped off that call, you had gotten to like the penultimate boss, I believe. Um, yeah. And like having gone through it, I remember thinking back like, man, he got through that stuff real quick, or else I he just know. did not go and walk around stuff to the extent that I did. I actually, I'm pretty sure I found a shortcut through Fair Missoula somehow. 
because you can ask Forrest. It took me maybe like thirty minutes to get through there. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I that's crazy. Like you must extremely. have found, you must um, have found something like that. And and I mean, like you can ask Forrest. He was there the whole time. Yep. I. Other people have said that that place is big. I was like, this is kind of small. Like. I didn't even, like, run past stuff, really. There was the one area where I just ran past the birds. Yep. But other than that... I hate those uh, things. I, I'm stuck on them for a little bit. Those birds um, Just because they kept really catching annoying. me. Yes. Yeah, I just ran past the birds because I was like, I don't want to do this. And then I was at the, the end, basically. And I'm like, what? This this place wasn't yeah, very I, big. I got to that point... Um, like, there was... I got to that point where I was, like, done with the game like, many hours before I was actually finished with the game. <laughs> okay. Um, and it, it... So it wasn't... It, it definitely made, like, the final... Like, the final gauntlet of bosses really frustrating because, like, man, I'm... I know I have to get past this person and then I can go straight to the final boss. And, and it was just... Because the... Um, the boss of Fair Missoula, which is the like final real like legacy dungeon in the game, um, is just incredibly, incredibly annoying to fight, and took me probably longer than any other boss in the game did. Um, it's Malakith, and so I was yeah, I was stuck on Malakith really? just forever. Yeah. He he was really tough for me, but it like it it wasn't his initial attacks that were ever the problem for me. It was the like burn that gets inflicted on you after them that just I would look away from my health for a second after getting back up from getting hit and then I would just yep. be dead because of that. So Yeah, it's weird, like and I, I'm sure part of it was my growing frustration with not being done with the game. Um, but yeah, that was that was my least favorite um, part of the whole game. Uh, Dunkey put out like a video review of it, and I think he like he talked a lot about how good the game is. But I think he was absolutely on when he said that this the game is just it's really not balanced at all. No, um, <laughs> like just. Like there are moments in combat where you're thinking like, okay, this you know this this seems like a fair fight, and, and I'm and I'm holding my own, and then out of nowhere, uh, with no kind of warning, an enemy will pull out like a 14 hit combo that if you block, you're locked into blocking, and then yeah. they will break your poison, kill you, um, and it's weird. I guess all all of these from games are like that that you 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 have to. You know, you have to fight these bosses to the extent where you know what they are going to do. But I feel like there there were other boss fights in this game where that never had... Like, even if the bosses had those things, like, I never felt... Um, I don't know. Like, I, like, a lot of the bosses felt really easy to me, and I was able to, within a few tries, sort of gather what they were doing and, and figure out strategies. But then... Uh Later in the game, there just come these bosses where it's like, okay, I know what I know what they're doing, and I know what I have to do, and then all of a sudden, oh wait a minute, here's an attack, here's a string of attacks that I just can't literally can't uh, survive. Get out of. Yeah, yeah. Um, I 
going quick thing back to the poise thing and speaking of how unbalanced the game can be like i can tank hits from in-game bosses without in with my poise super high i'm not staggering at all i'm attacking right through these hits that i'm getting but then like random enemies like lesser enemies like even dogs and rats and stuff will break through my poise and just stop any attack animation that i have going somehow and it's like how is this measly mangly thing just demolishing me when i'm literally able to get slapped five times in a row by a god and not flinch yeah, it's it's super like I think it's a thing that is sort of charming at the at the beginning of the game or at least the f- the few times that you encounter it. Cuz I think sort of one of the one of the staples of this genre is that, you know, if you if you are messing something up, any a- any enemy can kill you, which is not really true. Um, cuz you once you're like making your way through like the final areas, um, you would have to be intentionally trying to get killed by some of the lower level area, lo- lower yeah. level enemies. Absolutely. Um, but it then does make those weird moments pop up where it's like, okay, here's an enemy that I can kill in one, maybe two hits, uh, and they're just like a random, you know, like a random foot soldier, and out of nowhere they have an attack that can completely stun lock me and kill me. And it's like, what is this? Like this, this doesn't make sense within the context of the game. Um, the mechanics of it don't really make sense. With like, and it's just I don't know. The game, it's it's really good, but it is it is poorly balanced. Um, I mean, that's it, what what you're talking about is how I felt, even as when I was overpowered. Uh, how I felt about Kalid and the mountaintops of the giants, which yeah. is just snowy Kalid. Yeah. Uh, which is why I just decided I think I was at the end of my Bulked rope with right the game. It. Um, I mean, the mountaintops is snowy Kalid with cooler vibes. Um, Literally. Because yeah, it's there, there are vibes. absolutely some some enemies there that it's like, well, I just have I have no chance against these. Yeah. Things. So am I and just there's, there's to four run of past them, them here, and. And they're like right when you get there too. They're like, what? I just I can't do it. I can't fight these. And yeah. it's also like the level of difficulty of some enemies versus the reward of fighting them. Oh god, um, yeah. Like those like big headed dogs. I don't <laughs> even yeah. mess with them. Yeah, they're, you get like nothing for killing them. It's not worth it. Like the, some of the hardest enemies in the games are. There's a handful of these enemies called Crucible Knights who you have to like. Who are who are probably the closest to like one v one player versus player encounters that you can have with an AI because um, they're pretty like they're pretty consistent with their move set and the way they uh, approach um, the combat scenarios and there's not really the scenarios that you have to fight them there's not really any way of of cheesing them or for the most part you can't get on the horse. Uh, which for a lot of enemies is, is kind of a, a built-in cheese, which I think is, you know, is purposeful. Um, and they are, every single time you fight them, they are in line with your current power as as a player character, and they're always tough encounters, and yet they give you 
like nothing like in reward. Yeah. Um, like some of the first ones that you fight give you like special abilities, but when it comes to the currency that actually lets you level up, you get practically nothing. And then there are some enemies that can't move, um, and all you have to do is approach them from the right angle, and they can never hurt you. They give you like twenty times the amount of experience they do, and so it's like what. What are you trying? What is this game trying to teach me here with these different values? Like it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't really add up. I, um, I think sadly, part of that answer is the game came in hot. <laughs> like, the game, obviously, with all the patches and stuff they're doing and adding NPCs after the fact, and balancing issues, balancing stuff. They, you know, buffs everything. It, it came in really, really hot. And, you know, especially with those walls, like the walls that people were able to find out had an HP value and were they well, were able to that's, bust. Well, that's kind of misleading because that's, that's more of a bug. And, I, and I, I tend to think that most of the stuff that they have been adding is not or changing. Like even with the NPCs, um, like I think they only added one NPC. And I'm pretty sure that that stuff was supposed to be in the base game because... Like, they added ends of quest lines that, like, quests that were just sort of left off, with character NPC quests that just sort of left off in the middle of them. Um, And so I think, I I wonder if that, it's, because I I know that wasn't a bug that those weren't triggering, because they specifically said they added that stuff. But it's, like, that feels like stuff that, like, it's not really adding anything to the game that... That was new outside of finishing off these NPC storylines. And the, like, the door thing was very clearly a bug, um, which you could tell by, like, people who went into the code. Um, there are, there are hidden doors in, in the old Dark Souls games that, that had, like, HP levels, but also had like uh, a max out defense value so you could never actually damage them. And it looks like that this one specific door was an instance of that, but they they forgot to put in the or because of a bug the defense value wasn't there. Um and so that was probably a door that was meant to be part of an an NPC like a a cutscene that would make that open or some kind of quest marker. Um so I don't know. I think and I understand your the qualms about balancing weapons post game. Um, well, they also balanced enemies. They they changed the Radon fight by a ton. They like minimized his swing, hitbox, and everything. Like they, you know, they right. And so, like that stuff. That that to me is is less like you. I remember when it happened, you were kind of salty and you were comparing it to like them turning it into a games as a service. And I don't think that's true. I think they are trying to like bring it more into line with what it is, what it was supposed to be. Um, because when there are like specific weapons that are just far and away better than other ones, um, like it's, it's really great when you find them, but it is also weird. That there are these specific things that uh, that honestly take very little effort to get, that are just way better, and you're like, hmm. and so when they 
make it so those weapons aren't that anymore. It it makes more sense to me that okay, maybe the initial form of this weapon was not the way they intended it to work. Um, I don't know. Like I I'm not super mad about that, but there is it it is just you know another in the thing of weird of of bad balance that is in this game. Um, but that being said, I don't know that it it really takes away from how good the game is. It's just like yeah, this very noticeable thing. Um, because you and you, especially later in the game, you encounter it so often. It's like God, this is this game does not. It doesn't feel like it plays by its own rules in certain. Oh, the certain yeah, the last once you go to mountaintop, the the the. <laughs> How the bosses work versus how they work in the rest of the game is, or at least the way they affect you is way different, Yeah, I feel like. Um, and I, even with me melting people with my magic sword, uh, you know, it, I still felt it. Um, but I, like I said, and I, I'm, I'm way less, in the moment, I was really mad about it in the Discord. Um, yeah. Only, only because, like, it happened like right before I'd finished the yeah. game, and I yeah. was done. <laughs> like, I was done with the game. So, a they added quest line stuff for a character I was interested in, but when he snubbed me and said, "Well, I've got nothing to give you," I was like, <laughs> "Okay, so I'm going to kill you," um, <laughs> because I just did all this work for you, and you've told me that you're not giving me anything. Because um, that was my character, that was Aria's storyline to me, was I was a proud confessor. Like, I was a very religious person, and I started to go mad when I started to ingest dragon magic. And that was, like, my internal story for my person. So when a character I felt slighted her, I was like, it's right that she would kill him. Because yeah. you, I, I worked for him, you know, the game especially I've never beaten any other from game uh with the ending I was like this ending like this there's not a lot to chew on here it's fine but like um at least in my head I built this character and I have this sense of ending for her yeah um like that's it's more so I was frustrated about like there was two NPCs they added because they added well no no they added Jarbaron and they added a whole quest line for like Nefeli Lu. Um, and then again, that's it's a bit of a mischaracterization. It's more just like they added one final step to her quest. And like her and the guy that you killed and another guy that you killed uh, all sort of end up in the same area. And they're like, okay, uh, this okay. is the end. And they just okay. give you items. So then I. So that was two characters, and and everyone, every article online, I wish I could write to, I'm going to tweet, I, I almost did start tweeting at all these writers, because every time you Google how to revive NPCs in this game, they say to go do the thing with the, the turtle pope. Turtle pope. Now, here's the thing. There are a lot of NPCs that that doesn't revive, because it just unaggros them from you if you haven't killed them already. So it doesn't revive if, NPCs. Oh no. But every article Again, out there the, was saying 
this the, is this I mean this is another thing that I have contention with your issue and I and because like we talked about this while we were both playing the game and I was like that's not what it does uh, and it's like you go talk to the turtle pope and he tells you that's not what it does um, but yeah it, it was sort of a there were a bunch of articles that people were like hey if you killed someone you can go here and it'll bring them back it and it doesn't, doesn't do that it does not do that um, at all. yeah um, but you know it is what it is. Uh, I I think we should talk, move on a little bit, and talk about uh, favorite boss battles and favorite characters. Because in my uh, like, some of those are are similar. Um, yeah, that's fair. But I think that in the end, Radon was super awesome. Yeah, <laughs> as a character, and. Uh, I feel like I beat him on way a way harder mode than everyone else did. I want to state that uh, only it's because, because you weren't nice to people. <laughs> I they beat didn't him want to help you with the fight. I, I promise beat him you, it's hard still, even with the well, people to summon and help. Hold you. on, I only had eight people. I watched a stream where a guy summoned like fifteen people, what? and I'm like, uh. Why? Why do you have so many summons? And they're like, I don't know. And I was pushing eight with mine. I had. <laughs> that's what I had, bud. It was slim pickings. Yes. Uh, I watched. And one of them was patches. Casey is listening to this. Uh, he Casey just, like, had, runs away from the fight. <laughs> oh, he, Casey, he spawns in and then spawns out. Casey had like yeah. thirteen people, and I'm like, what? why? Why do you have so many people? Um, so. Uh, Radon story wise was also just because it's so interesting that he loves his horse so much. So much. Um, and the I thought that boss fight was really fun, even though it was really hard and annoying. Yeah, I don't know if it was a hard. I think it was annoying. Um, I'd say I, it was hard. Yeah, the thing is, it's, it's pretty really hard because it's it's hard. The, because when you say annoying, it's, it's I weird. Think hard of the is sort of a relative term <laughs> in, with these bosses because they all have different things that make them difficult. Yeah, uh, like with but like with Radon, it wasn't a matter of like memorizing patterns, right? Um, and and having to have like perfect uh, split second inputs. It kind of uh, was. I mean, for it, me. it kind of kind of <laughs> was that. But but it's but it's less like a like you and a huge monster in a in a mostly enclosed arena. Like Radon was different because you spawn way far away from him and he just starts blasting you with attacks that'll kill you in one hit. Right. Like what the heck? And so a lot of, a whole lot of the time fighting him is figuring is just figuring out okay what am I supposed to do here to even get to him. Yeah, there's a um, lot of learning, like on the fly learning in that fight. Yeah, yeah. and that's that's stuff I equate to, at least the one shot kill and learning how to get up to him. Yeah, I equate that more to annoying than hard, mm. because once I was able to get to him and start fighting, I could reliably get him to second phase, like straight up. I was smart enough to stay away, run off with my horse, and let people distract him. Like I was very good about that, but. Until, like, the harder part was getting to him. And that that more so was annoying to me, less so hard. Like, um, I would say, like, Malekith or um, 
when you actually fight Godfrey at the end. Yeah. That's hard. That was brutal. Yes. Pre-patch and post-patch, because I, I didn't beat him pre-patch, because that's when Forrest was here, Seth. And then I got mad after my game updated. I was like, no, I'm staying awake till I do this. <laughs> and, oh, bud. And by God, you did it. I did, but... Um, by God, well, yeah. that's Godfrey's music. And l- let me he tell you... He turns into a wrestler. He, he is does. God, boy... It's- Boy, Mo- one of the most memorable moments in the game. <laughs> yeah. And it's just completely bizarre. <laughs> I still don't really understand what happened. <laughs> I don't either. I don't know why it happened. No, it goes there's from no. a guy in a bunch of armor, and it, he's got a huge axe, and he's got this lion on his back. And he's just. And then he, get him down to half health. He kills he, the lion and then becomes just kills just a, the lion, a brawler, and takes off all of his clothes. Covered in blood, changes a different his name, name, and then he just starts suplexing you. He's another he's one in, where if, if he gets a hold of you, he's using seismic toss from Pokemon. <laughs> Dude, I had I had one run where he did it like f- the like the ground shockwave thing five times in a row and I was screaming. <laughs> I, I was literally yelling at him to stop because like I I kept getting like mixed up and so I just kept getting hit by it again and again and I'm like, please. Uh, definitely a memorable fight. I actually didn't think it was that hard. Um, <laughs> of course. It only, it only took me a few tries to beat him. Um, I think, yeah, Radon is, is definitely... Like it's it's a definite. Um, That's a heck of a spectacle fight, right? And and I think it's it's sort of like the crest. I don't know. Like I feel like it's a it's a definite wall between like the like the beginning. Like I guess Margit is kind of the first barrier in the game that you have to overcome. Like you get to Margit and he kind of teaches you. Okay, that's this is what this game is. Um, and then I think. Radon is kind of that for the for the like latter part of the game. Yeah. Like it's like okay, you've this is the boss that's going to require uh like sort of uh, way more time than you have than you've had to put into anything else. And then when it ends, like it permanently changes the map. So it really it, it even it, like that is is sort of a definite um like shifting point. Or like the the trajectory uh, trajectory of the rest of the game, uh, and you don't even have to you don't even have to <laughs> beat it to beat the game, uh, which is interesting. Um, yes, they they really did. It's weird because they're it's not as explicit as it is in Breath of the Wild, where um, you, when you walk out of that cave, you can directly see. Here's where the final boss is. Uh, you can go fight him right now if you want. Um, and you can't do that. You do have to defeat two of the shard bearers to get access to like uh, the capital city, um, which then allows you to sort of move in the direction of of the storyline. Um, but it is kind of but it, but it's weird how it like the game. It I feel like the game does sort of push you in the direction of like, hey, why don't you go and uh, fight these other people? 
and and it it does feel like you have to do it, but you don't actually have to. Um, right. So yeah, uh, I think so. Radon was cool. Um, I'm trying to think who my favorite boss would have been. Uh, I really, like I said, I really enjoyed the second half of the Godric fight, just for how absurd it was. Um, I don't know. I think the first time, like, there's a I I I beat a Crucible Knight. I think that was a really memorable fight fight for me, because that was one where I had to. Uh, like I, I, I had to move away from the just kind of running around and spamming jump slash because it just didn't work. Um, and I had to actually fight, like I had to actually learn. It's like, okay, what are these guys' attacks? What is the timing that I can get out of the way? Um, so, yeah, I thought that was a cool fight the first time. That was definitely a memorable one for me. S- so it, which one was the first one you beat? Because I will say that there is a special feeling in doing those Crucible Knight fights um, because it's a real, uh, like you said earlier, it's a real like 1v1 me bro <laughs> type situation. <laughs> um, like which one was the first one you beat? Well, the first one I killed was there's this one hanging out um, at the bottom of a cliff in Stormvale Castle. Uh, and there were a couple times I tried to sneak up and get a and get a cheap kill on him, only to find out, oh wait a minute, he's got a lot more help. Ooh, I haven't I fought that fight one. this guy. Um, and then I killed him by luring him to where an elevator is supposed to be <laughs> and made fall down a hole. Oh my um, god! And I felt r- I was really proud of that too. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you just using the environment it, to your advantage. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure it could be done. Um, but the first one I actually killed was the one in one of like the Ever Jails. Yes, that's. And he gives you the tail whip, which I was could never use forever. And then when I f- was finally able to do it, I was like, "Well, this sucks." Um, you know, it's it was interesting. Like early on, hearing everyone talk about how overpowered magic was in the game, I kind of found all magic in this game to suck. <laughs> uh. I mean, like I just, I just didn't really find any of it useful. Like I, I had, I had a few buffs and shields that I would cast before going into, into like boss rooms. But I don't know, like I, and I guess you sort of have to train yourself to fight in a different way if you're going to do stuff like that. But it was so to make that stuff work was so like antithetical to how I wanted to play the game um, that there wasn't a single like offensive spell that I found was actually useful in a boss fight. I like on the overworld. Sure. I, I could use it to pick off enemies from a distance, but for the most part, any magic that was not like attached as a weapon skill was sort of like, you know, this is garbage. I agree with you sorcery-wise, but incantation-wise, I disagree with you. Incantations where it's at. Uh, the faith, uh, faith slash arcane, is the juice. Yes. Because uh, mm. before, before I was, um, before I was lightning sorting, or uh, like, you know, laser sorting people, 
Um, I killed this guy outside of um, one of the, the tower with the crazy spell people in it uh, where you can... What's the... I don't know. Just really hard spell people. Really, one of the most interesting places in the game because you actually have to turn the tower upside down. Um, oh, yeah. That place was dope. Yeah. Okay, so Force didn't do that. That's no. fine. Uh, it was really cool. It's right next to the jar place. Jarberg. Um, I didn't find that. Oh, okay. So there's a town of jar people that are nice. Um, so uh, there's a knight over there that just starts throwing lightning stuff at you really aggressively. That's so annoying. And if you kill yes. him, he drops a lightning spell book. And that spell book, or incantation book, mm, just shiss kiss. <laughs> like, okay, uh, again, the lightning bolt throw is useful. But in battle, like against bosses, like late in the game, how often okay, were you using late, it? Late in the game, I was using laser sword. <laughs> that's, right, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. As the game like progresses, the stuff... I just feel like for me there was there was less reward to building up those stats uh beyond the level that I needed f- to use certain weapons because like the skills that it, I I would get like the amount that I have to pump into thing into a stat to be able to use a spell that was maybe useful in a fight and I and I'm sure the like very high level ones are useful um but again it that that means sacrificing other stats, which I just deemed more important and more immediately useful in battles. Um, yeah. And again, right. I, I'm sure that if I had like set out at the beginning, it's like, okay, I'm going to do a, a magic-based thing, then maybe it would have been a different story. Um, but I don't know. Just like the point where I, I started to, to try and dabble in that stuff, I found that for the most part, uh, none of it really... Um, at the level I was at without, like, making a huge shift in character. It just really wasn't useful. Uh, and maybe that's not a fault of the game. That's just sort of po- uh, the nature of what those builds, those character builds are. But I don't know. Yeah, and it's, I mean, was, it's, it's... was kind of uh, disappointing for me. It's also just how you feel comfortable playing. Like, I, you know, there was a lot of... I was I liked the 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 hangback, shooting a couple spells, dodging, um, being a little aggro when I wanted to, but like mostly being a spell thrower. Yeah. Mm. And and you you liked jump slashing and staggering. Yeah, jump slashing I, and staggering I, I, is where it's at. I get right up, right up in there in that grill. Uh, did you have the talisman that boosted your jump attacks? I did, but I didn't use it. Oh, I use it all the time. Uh, I feel like it is almost necessary to how I play the game. Um, I mean, jump slash is important. Extremely. We we all should shout out, if you are playing this game, I don't want to spoil too much for you. Um, I don't think there's a lot to spoil in this game, uh, to be honest. Spoilers for Souls games are weird because it's um, not ever like direct yeah. things. And there's I, not really a story. Go go to Volcano Manor <laughs> and do that storyline and fight the final boss there even though he's not me- he's not a, a mandatory one because just 
the coolness of that fight yeah. and getting this weapon yeah. that causes you yeah, to... Yeah, that, that one was really cool. And I, I'm really glad... a huge light sword. So the thing is, I got, I'm really glad that they didn't, or I got to that fight before they nerfed the Mimic Tear, because now, Seth, uh, I don't know how much you used Mimic Tear. Um, Barely at but, all. So before, well, after they nerfed him, he did not heal, and also, or he or she, did not heal, or they did not use the weapon abilities, really. Yeah. So the thing is, me and my Mimic were just wind sorting that sucker up, and it was so much fun, (laughs) and it was so neat. It was such a cool moment to see my wind stuff getting thrown and his wind stuff, her wind stuff getting thrown, and it was awesome. (laughs) It was such a cool fight. Uh, It's just as cool co-op, like, with a with a friend uh mm. that's what i did for that fight um and yeah i <laughs> i we actually had to redo the fight like twice because my friend kept dying even though he'd done this fight in his own playthrough like already and he was helping me through volcano manor but that's another fight that just <laughs> you know second half of that thing all of a sudden, the whole floor is lava. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And at, at, at the blink of an eye, an, an attack where just a million flaming skulls fly out of the sky. The, yeah. You can't, you can't like, destroy them. You just kind of have to <laughs> roll have to... constantly. Uh, and it's just like, if you get hit by one, it's like, okay, you're going to get hit by all of them and die. Sorry. Yeah. I, I also wonder why the game decided to pump, like, six magma worms into the end of the game (laughs) like i feel like i fought so many of those and none of them none of them were different in any special way (laughs) they didn't fight differently the environment they were in was just a little different yeah and it's like what did you just get bored and just put these in (laughs) Uh, i mean um, it's it's kind of the same thing with the dragons no, because um, the dragons were all different. They all had different I, breaths and different... Yeah, sort of. I mean, they did um, different sorts of damage. Like, it was magic or Yeah, I think or, the the majority of the difference is, like, the, the places, the spaces in which you fight the dragons uh, versus all of the Magga Worms just being in kind of a, a small lava area. Uh, you really yeah. hate to fight Magga Worms. <laughs> Which is just, uh, <laughs> just, just the worst. <laughs> no, I said magma. I don't know. Uh, I'll go back. I, but uh, I'm with David on this. Um, at least what we heard. Yeah. Um, well, look. Uh, I hope the viewer heard magma also. Yeah. It's funnier. Yeah. Um, um, so, I, I, I just want to quick like my. I would say probably my favorite boss in the game. Uh, Radagon feels like what I, if I were making this game, what I would have had the end boss be. Like, that is a very solid skill-based fight, at least for me, especially as a melee build. Like, learning yeah. the timing of all those moves. Yeah, that was and fun. holding yourself back so that you don't dodge too early for a lot of stuff. Yeah, it gets, it gets a little tricky on some of those. Oh, yeah, and there's a There's a bunch of enemies that, like... They they have like very specific rhythms to their attacks, and all of a sudden they'll just have one attack where it's like it just takes you like out fifteen years to go yeah. down, and then the entire time I'm rolling and I'm like, when are you gonna throw it down? Hopefully, what is I happening? Have and then of course, yeah. it hits you 
right when your iframes <laughs> are gone. I, and I get so mad. Um, really, I I think that fight is where... Uh, I wonder how my feelings towards the game, and if I possibly would have played more than 60 hours if I had not gotten the laser sword. Um, only because... I, and I'm, I, this ties into Radagon, I promise. This isn't me taking away from that conversation. Um, after the nerf is where I had to start engaging with the game differently. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. that, that sword is still powerful. Yeah. I want to state. Absolutely, it's, yeah. I've it's not annoying had luck that with it any time I've tried to use it, But it, it is not as powerful. Um, but I did have to go into that fight and like pay attention to the fight in a way that I didn't have to before. for like the last like four or five bosses. Yeah. And, oh yeah, like I was the same um, thing. I like I was using a different weapon, but one that was also way overpowered because of the, the ability that it had. Um the ice rind hatchet. Um and honestly, like I was glad when it got nerfed because I think I had become really bored with a lot of fights because I didn't actually have to engage with them. Because of how powerful the ability was, yeah, yeah, um, um, and it's like, and and there was there was not really any benefit to me not using the ability. It's like, oh, I could handicap I could myself. I could handicap myself for the sake of making this fight more engaging, I guess. Uh, but that would also take a lot longer, and I could kill this enemy a lot quicker uh, just by spamming the left trigger a bunch of times. Um, and so when that when that nerf came, I was like, "Oh, good! I, now I have to actually equip a different weapon." Um, and I did. Like I, I as a, I was of course a samurai, and I went back to a good old katana, uh, the the old Sephiroth sword that I found that was really long. Heck yeah! Um, I found out with my blasphemous blade um, that anytime I used too. anytime I used its um, weapon art. I, it, it, so it's like um like a thing of fire that you like slam down and, yep. and it heals it, you. Yes, so that's what I found out. I didn't realize that until a few days ago and I'd been using this thing for like a week now. Um and <laughs> and I just somehow did not notice. Like I noticed that I would get health ba- like small amounts of health back on each like kill of an enemy, but I never realized that with the Taker's flame ability that it would give me like a good chunk of health back with each use. So I have implemented that into my play style so that I can oh, yeah. relieve myself of having to use some of my crimson flasks, but still able to attack an enemy while healing myself. Which made yes, the last very fight good, very uh, good weapon. Very intense. Uh um, I'd like to It's really uh, interesting that the 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 final fight goes from what is mostly an up close battle to a big monster that spends the majority of the fight running away on from the you. exact opposite side of the arena. Yeah, like that's for part you of, guys. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's true. I wish I could explain what happened with mine. I, w- if, I, I wish guess if you have you a big laser, it would be it. a lot easier. Well, well, the range on that laser is not very long. Yeah, so yeah. David the actually spell, had a different. The situation. spell has a really long range. But the swords is way less. Um, uh, but you guys fought that thing, and it sounds like it was rough. Uh, I mean, Dave, it wasn't rough. It was just kind of tedious. Because it was rough for it. me. I don't know what to tell you. I simply got behind it. 
And, <laughs> and apparently its AI broke. And half I was able to take out half of its health from behind it. And it uh, just let me kill it. So I... Listen, I don't That's know what fun. happened. So I accept it as part of the game. It's, you know. You said, yeah, this is how this was meant to happen. I still would have beat the game normally. I would have, you know, I mean, I would have I would have fought him normally. But, yeah. you know. But I he wish decided you would. to let you kill him. I wish he you could. Like, he, the, the final boss was in the same space as you. I was like, all right, let's get this over. <laughs> let's get this over with. Um, uh, the, game, the game was also ready for, for you to be done with it. It could feel it. Uh, I'd like to do the quick character, like favorite character shoutouts thing. Um, Blythe, E.G., and Ronnie are mm. three of my favorite characters I've ever encountered. And on yeah, my next playthrough, I'm definitely getting that ending for her. They had a they had a fun a fun quest line. Pro and what felt like maybe the most I don't know. It's hard to say, but I feel like it had the most actual in depth stuff to it. Yeah. There was a lot of different working parts to it. Yeah, I think that her ending is the proper ending. I but I don't know. I think that the best storyline in the game is the, or at least the saddest, and maybe that's why I think it's the best is (laughs) Hugh and Roderica. Yeah, yeah, Hugh and Roderica, which was just so sad. I know, but it was so good. I have. I upgraded two of my weapons to God Slayer status for him, nice. yeah, hoping, still... hoping that it would save him, and it didn't. Nope. Yeah. I don't know who my favorite character would be. Um, I mean, definitely I loved Ronnie for sure. Uh, outside of that, I don't really know. Because there aren't, you really, there are only a few characters that you spend a lot of time with. Yeah. Um, I kind of liked the end of D, his storyline. With uh, his uh, brother? Yeah, with his twin brother. <laughs> yeah. W- wish I knew what that was like. <laughs> yep, you killed him. <laughs> I, did, I, I did not mean to. I thought he simply was an enemy slash invader. So actually, I think you can finish that storyline still with can. his twin. You can finish uh, it in you, a different way. Yeah, in a different way. Yeah, but I... I... I used that armor till the end of the game. It's that like, was my I'm using armor. Blight's, uh, I used Blight's armor until the end of the game. Um, that was my armor. I used Samurai armor. Game. Weeb. I mean, That's... I switched through a lot. Like, my character had his own internal journey. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, and by the end of it, like, I, I, you know, he had taken on many guises to survive the lands between. But once he emerged from the the snow swept uh, mountaintop of the giants. He came back wielding a, wearing a a, a a white suit of of armor from his homeland, and he was ready to yes this finish, is the the, finish the 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 game. This is the <laughs> stuff I'm here for. This is the stuff I'm here for. Is the internal lore? Yeah, yeah. Mine originally was going to be. Uh, continue on Blythe's legacy in service to Ronnie, but since I switched up endings, <laughs> and you went I nuts. threw all of that <laughs> out the window. 
If you did want you me to do be it before or after, like, did you do it before Melina sacrificed herself, or did did you let her die? Oh, I did it before. I okay. I. I so got, you got the ending with Melina in it. Yes. Which, oh, so you had a great ending. Y- yes. My sweet I girl. feel that ending uh, may be the most canon. Yeah, that's... <laughs> so I... Like, it's... That one for me, I think... If they were to do a sequel, I think that You base it be, off that ending. But it's also yeah, kind I of just that, a Dark Souls ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you literally... You kind of literally bring about an Age of Fire... Is letting yourself be a perpetual bonfire, <laughs> just roaming. That's true. But Listen. yeah, I think that would be, um, that would be the ending that if you if you wanted to continue story, that's the one you would follow up with. Yeah. Uh, because it's like okay, now we have a new villain. Uh, Melon is still back. <laughs> She's out for revenge. With both eyes open this time. No, one of them. It, one of them was closed, but it was just the other one. For some reason, the face was flipped. I saw both eyes. Uh, one was like blue, and one was like milky white, almost like she was blind in that eye. Mm. But I saw both. Man, what a game! Great game. Oh, that rune stealer in Stormvale Castle. I found him today. Oh, uh, literally, it, like if you like if you go through the whole thing uh, and you they added go a quest ba- line for him, I guess you go back to the place where you fought Godric yeah. and he's literally just like s- stomping his foot on Godric's yeah, we told head. You that. Oh, you never saw that originally. When? Yeah, we told you that I when you said hmm. when you said I'm going to go kill him because you were also mad about it. I said, yeah, he's where you kill Godric. I don't remember that at all. I'm so we sorry. B- we both said it. <laughs> I'm sorry that it flew right over my head, apparently. I, so I was so happy to find this. Because well, he was... Well, I did. I talked. I, I listened to his whole uh, yelling at Godric's head as he's stomping it even further into the ground, even though I did all the tough work like 50 hours earlier. Um, and then he started talking to me. I went behind him, backstabbed him. And oh, you killed him too? That. Yes, I killed knowing, him. That's, that son of a knowing gun that the, stole my you, runes. Knowing that they added quest content for I him, do you not still killed care. him? <laughs> that, that, that punk. Mm, oh, I have words for him. So that was, I, that was, I he deserved to die. He deserved it. I do feel bad that my character, at least in my head, canon wise, helped corrupt a, a fellow traveler that she met <laughs> into killing him. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's funny, man. What Ooh, a game! So one thing I yeah, it's a, it's for sure a good game. Um, by the end of the game, what did you guys think of the open world? Uh, because for me, um, you know, I, I have been very hard on open world games um, and always reticent to, to start them because of the time commitments. And here I am playing like 140 hours of this yeah. game. Uh, and I think this game kind of falls into the trap that if you play it the way I did anyway, that most open world games fall into and that has the more stuff you do like the smaller the world becomes like the world starts out 
small so big and it becomes really big yeah. as you like find all the different places and then it just it gets bit by bit gets smaller and smaller um and it's like i don't know i guess if you don't like if you if you don't sort of systematically go through stuff the way i did like when you're in like the end game stuff there's still other stuff you could go do i suppose um but like i can't i don't know i just can't imagine many people playing and getting that far into the game being like okay i'm gonna go venture back to like this early game area and and look for random quest lines that i missed before um and so it's just weird like the the game it it just kind of it feels like it bottlenecks near the end of the game and and you're just sort of um, and specifically, I think when you get to Pharaoh Missoula, um, which again is so, it's another weird thing of the game that it just kind of, without reason, kind of drops you into this world that is com- this area that's completely disconnected from everything else, and you yeah. have to, and and you're like, all right, if you want to proceed, you have to go through this, um, and you c- you kind of lose all of that sense of openness of okay. What's next? What do I have to do next in order to progress that whatever the story is? Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. Like it's a thing. I don't know that I ever really experienced that feeling with Sekiro. Um, which look, I'm gonna just. Obviously, this game for me is it's it was super good. Um, a hundred percent super like certified for me. I don't know that I thought. I think I think. Sekiro was better, like a better experience. Um, Ooh, Sekiro. Goes, I'm sorry, my brain put Neo in there because I figured nah. you were going to say that. Uh, well, mean, and but, absolutely, yeah, I think I think Neo Two is a better game than this. Um, just because look, it, they, it's really hard to compare the two, honestly, because they feel so drastically different. Um, but I also think like. Like there's a reason the the level based structure kind of works with this style of game. Um and and so I don't know. Like I I'm sure that from whenever they come back to like there are of course the rumors that they're making an armored core game and who knows in what form that will be. But I'm sure the next time they come to a soul like they decide to make another souls like game, it will have an open world of some aspect. Um, and they've already said they want to do more stuff with Elden Ring as a property, uh, which is cool. Um, but I don't know. I just, I, like, I thought that the open world was definitely cool and I enjoyed it. But I think by the end, it was just like, okay, I, I feel like this, the, the whole, I, I don't know. It's just, for me, it, it's kind of the double-edged sort of, of open worlds is that they become less and less interesting as you uh, play through the game, which you don't really like that doesn't really happen in a, in in the level based structure. So after really besides Radon's area, I could have just completely skipped Kaled. Um, I really, Oh, really? Only Limgrave and Lernia. I liked. Once I got past, 
like near volcano manor i just became so uninterested in the open world um and i just wanted the more i was gonna say more small like the more intimate uh level structure kind of like the the school and um storm veil and stuff like that um I think the perfect marriage between the two probably is the capital, uh, even though it is kind of vast and yeah, really too big. Uh, I thought there's a lot. There's there. a lot there. Um, yeah, I maybe, think that one definitely it most successfully synthesizes the kind of the legacy dungeon with the open world ish flair. Right. Um, That's. I think that that part of the game is what is the most that reminded me of Sekiro's level structure. So I this game did make me very interested in going back and playing um, Sekiro or Bloodborne again, um, just because I've I've never played Sekiro. Um, it made me interested in giving Bloodborne another stab. So here's uh, the thing: like it's weird. So Elden Ring. Um, okay, so Sekiro. It's you like there were there was some degree of customization um but you had you always had the one weapon and and you had uh for the most part a very limited set of tools that you could uh like augment that like you basically had secondary things that you could attach to your mechanical arm that had that were different like single attacks um but uh, for the most part, it was just you and your uh, katana against um, these enemies, and so it it all it it wasn't about I mm, like it wasn't really about stats, um, and it wasn't about different builds. It was it was strictly down to you learning enemies, and and figuring out how to how to beat them individually. Um, so that game was like all kind of on in the the realm of skill. And then like on the way on the other hand of the spectrum is Neo, which is entirely a loot-based game. And so, you know, y- you keep getting you you continue to get um weapons with different like different types of weapons that have higher sets and stuff. And like sort of in that in the vein of Borderlands, whereas like you might have a weapon you like, if you find one that's just way better, you're gonna put it on because it's more effective. And in doing that, like you be at least when I played, I became way I became proficient in, in tons of different weapons and had lots of combo trees unlocked. Um, and so I was always like on the fly able to sort of switch to something. And I feel like Elden Ring sort of sits in the middle where like yeah, there's tons of weapons. But they 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 don't really differ all that much like at, at in their base stats, and so it all kind of it sort of comes down to preference. Um, but also like differ much, and if you if you try to figure out how much they differ, it's very difficult because the compare function isn't great or not right. And yeah. and they all and all of the and and all of the um, like their damage scales differently with different stats that you have. And so on the one hand, it's a lot more um it's a lot more opaque. Um and also it, I I feel like it doesn't really 
it doesn't really foster an idea of kind of experimenting with other stuff because of the way like you sort of have to you you are building specifically to use stuff that you like um and so you kind of end up using this and so it's just weird that it's it's sort of trapped in between these ideas um of course it's not really because you know from didn't develop neo uh, and neo is also a very different style of of, of fighting in the, in those games um but those are like I think the two touch my two touchstones of the genre, and I think um, both of them do do their like the implementation of their weapons more effectively for me than than um, Elden Ring does. Um, and I think that's why, like, I don't know, Elden Ring and Sekiro are definitely like they float around in the same space. Um, but for sure, I, I would still put Neo 2 above this. Oh, yeah. I know. Really, the Neo 2 <laughs> bar for you is... Unreachable. Nigh, nigh uncrossable. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. What What do you think could, could <laughs> beat it? Like, yeah. that's that's where I'm it, at it would, now. It would definitely be tough. It would be for sure tough. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, it would be have to. It would have to be something that like feels distinctly different and does something different. All right. Um, so we were going to talk then about it probably, it, even then it probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't reach it. Let's <laughs> no. just be honest. Let's be real. Um, we should probably ne- Neo Two is on my is on my Mount Rushmore for sure. Right. Yeah, if we were to, that's a we will shelve that topic of a Mount Rushmore uh, for another day. But that will because that's come. a good topic. Uh, yes, um, we're trying to figure out things to talk about in weeks in between uh, when things are slow. So if you have ideas, email us suplexesticks at gmail dot com. Uh, but I we were going to talk about other video games. <laughs> Uh, but that maybe was a foolish notion, thinking uh, we were all... So, also, Suplex is really Suplex, Suplex certified. certified. All Suplex yes. certified. Yes, unanimously. Yes. Um, next week, we'll give you more cohesive thoughts to Kirby and Borderland or uh, Tiny Tina's Tiny Wonderlands, uh, which Seth and I are uh, playing through. Um, Forrest, I have no clue if he's going to. No. Um, but, uh, you know, if you thought that game looked interesting and you hated Borderlands 3, uh, I think you should give it a shot. There will... A, a small teaser. Um, I think it. I think it's, it's interesting. And I'm enjoying my time with it so far. I think Seth is too. Um, no spoilers. No spoilers. Um, <laughs> but we will take a break and be back with the news. Hi, Big Joe here, and I'm here to tell you to check out Suplex the Sticks on all social media platforms at at Suplex the Sticks. Links for the socials and the invite to our Discord are in the show notes below. Subscribe and review the show on your favorite podcatcher, and while you're at it, let your friends know about the podcast. It's the best way to help us grow our community. And with that, back to the show. And we're back. All right, so let's... Let's get into the news. Um, I 
some stuff that's really interesting I'm excited about. Um, other stuff that's a little weird. Let's, let's talk first about the biggest news in the last three weeks, uh, and that is Sony unceremoniously Tuesday morning in a blog post was like, hey, we're adding tiers to PlayStation Plus, <laughs> and um, they're going to have their own, I hesitate to say Game Pass competitor because it will have nothing that's day one. Like the the Sony titles will yeah. never. They've said it will break the virtuous cycle uh, that Sony has implemented. Don't don't quite know what the virtuous cycle is. <laughs> it's a cycle of virtue, David. What is I, confusing about it? I, I mean, uh, the fact that it's virtue. Just because you say something doesn't mean it has meaning. <laughs> um, uh, so you know it's fine. Um, <laughs> Uh, right now there are th- let's get through what is in each of these tiers and then we can uh, none of them include tell you what, day I'll one. tell you what's yeah, I'll tell you what's not in any of them day one uh, game releases or PS3 games no there will be PS3 games they'll just be streaming only and you cannot download mm, them right, which so is no, no native so uh, emulation yeah no um, why should it be now, so hard? Now, Y'all made the console. <laughs> now, native emulation is for some. Um, the first tier is what you know and love. $9.99 a month, $59.99 for a year. Of, it's called now PlayStation Plus Essential. They couldn't just leave it as PlayStation Plus. Yep. They had to add a, an adjective. I really, uh, it so should be PlayStation be Plus and then PlayStation Plus Plus. And then PlayStation Plus Plus Plus. I agree. Honestly, those, should be, those should be the tiers. Yes. Um, fourteen ninety nine a month or a hundred a hundred dollars for a year for PlayStation Plus Extra. Also known as Plus Plus. Plus Plus. Uh, <laughs> that as up to four hundred dollars of PS four and PS five games that you'll be able to download. Um. They've said that like Miles Morales and stuff is going to be on there and other games that have already come out for the PS5. Um, who knows if they mean in the future or at launch. All of this is supposed to launch around June, I mm. think, is the tentative time frame. Plus that price point for the, the Plus Plus version um, is the direct equivalent to the monthly Game Pass subscription. I just want to point that out of basically $15 a month. Uh, so you can kind of compare which is the better yes. deal here very right. easily. Yes. Um, that includes PlayStation Plus Essential also. Yes. Uh, you're not spending That is extra. the tier that is directly competing with Game Pass ultimate yes and then 18 dollars a month yes. 120 dollars a year for playstation plus premium uh, also known as plus 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 it, it does have ppp in it so plus plus yeah, plus PPP. yeah um it adds up to 340 additional games on top of that 400 from mm. playstation playstation 2 and psp as downloadable and streaming so I'm imagining you're probably streaming the PSP games, which really 
God help you if you're playing a PSP game in the year Please. 2022 on your HD TV. God <laughs> bless you. I actually want to see how that would look. Um, and you'll be able to stream so, PS3 games. I wonder... This is all... I've never... I don't think I've found a direct answer for this, but I know that on the PS4 you could stream it to a PS Vita. Yep. Yes. Can you do that on PS5? Ooh. I I still I have my know. Vita. I could I could test it out. Test yeah, it for so then You have so a then Vita? You, like, yes. That would have to be like the optimum way of playing these PSP <laughs> games would be streaming to a handheld, <laughs> which would seem kind of, you know, uh weird. So oddly um, enough, none of these game none of these say PS Vita. There's no Vita games coming to the because <laughs> they just That's another don't care. strange omission. Yeah. Um, huh. It is. It is strange because there was exclusive games on there. Like there's a exclusive yeah. Killzone game, and yeah, there. I actually enjoyed my Vita quite a bit. Same. Um, Gravity Rush, aside from the boss battles being badly designed, they get around that by they re-release that on PS4. Yes. One day I'll play that version. I still need to play two, but I like that original one a lot. Um, also, this 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 tier will have limited game trials, so like you, there will be some games where you'll be able to try it for a couple hours before you buy it. Um, I have a, and this is completely baseless, but I would not be surprised if they did those limited game trials for new release like like how xbox mm. game pass does day one full game releases i have day just one a, you get three hours yeah playing god of war day one limited and then trial like, it's like uh you know it's like giving someone a little bit of crack and getting them addicted yeah i i i will get this um I don't know what that says about me uh, <laughs> because I have enough in Game Pass already. Yeah. But I don't understand Sony's strategy here because it just seems like this is a not as good Game Pass. Uh, it almost feels like it's just more of an extension upon like playstation now as opposed to right. trying to compete with game pass yeah even though that's what it should be trying to do yeah yeah it's sort of weird um but it, i mean you kind of look at it it does put it in the same place as game pass for people like you and i david who have game pass on an xbox and then have a playstation 5 for the first party games so now you can have a have a PlayStation Plus for on your PlayStation 5 and also have the PlayStation 5 for first party games. Either way you're still buying them separately. Right. Um so in that, that way it is kind of like Game Pass and that neither of them include new re- new releases on PS5. Yeah. I don't See know. What, the, I don't know what th- that point I was making. <laughs> I mean you made the point that mainly, it's mainly mainly that it's just the I don't know that it seems kind of like a weird space in that like, I can't... Im- okay, that's not... Definitely there are people with Game Pass that will get this, but I would have to think that if you have Game Pass... I, 
here's and my a PS5. Or if you have an Xbox and a PS5, I think the more likely combo you're going for is Game Pass and buying PS5 exclusives. Yeah, here's here's yeah. my take here is that um, one of my uh, he's in his own podcast he gave me crap for this. So one of my best friends, Chris, because uh, I say friend of the show, he's he's one of the founding members of this podcast. <laughs> So I don't want to understate how much he means to us. Um, but he um, he said when we were talking about this the other day that his Xbox is a Game Pass machine and he buys and plays most of his free-to-play stuff on or and new games on the PS5. And the point is, is that he is participating in the Microsoft console the way that Microsoft wants him to, which is he they want your Xbox to be a Game Pass machine. They want that passive income. Um, like Sony seems to be in this weird space where they're like, we want your passive income, but also your $60 every quarter when we pump out a first-party game, <laughs> or $70. I think, um, I think there's an argument to be made... And I, and I don't some, think... And some some may make it that thus far, uh, s- Microsoft's first-party output, like on these day-one releases, has not really equaled the level of game that Sony will probably be excluding from this. Um, so there's an argue to make that those games do have more value than even what, like, than, than the new releases that are going straight to like that are showing up on game pass day one um i I don't know if i would if i would agree with that but i think that is an argument that could be made i can see it i can see it i don't i think it's still too early to i i as of right now i agree with you because the really the biggest game that's come day one that's first party is halo yeah um but when you know looking five years from now when you've got like Starfield and uh, 10 years from now, <laughs> possibly Elder Scrolls. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But other... I think it's also, it's it's hard to say, again, it is Sony, so I wouldn't be surprised if they do c- remain completely the same. Um, <laughs> yeah. But also, you know, I don't know if you, the, what they're offering today is going to be the same thing as it is in five years when... Microsoft does have all those great first-party games that aren't also on um, Sony. Yeah, and and I the thing is, I would love to see. I love is the wrong word. I'm interested to see if they abandon this or change their tune on first-party or first-party launches on it, um, because you have to imagine that a lot of the games that are going. A lot of the games and companies that are going to be willing to put their games on this sort of thing have possibly already done it on Game Pass. So depending on the overlap there, yeah, I'm not going to spend if 300 or 150 of the 400 games or whatever are on Game Pass already, then what's going to incentivize me to yeah, have Yeah, that will certainly be that's certainly the 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 rub there. I think that Sony might have the ability to get more Japanese developers to put their games on 
on their um, thing. Okay. I, I can see that. If they manage to get Capcom in on this, I think that would be enough to get me buying this at least at least for a few months. But what from Capcom? Because Capcom's already putting their stuff on Game Pass reliably. Do they have like all of Resident Evil and DMC I mean, not and like, stuff on Not there? like back catalog stuff, but like Resident Evil 7... Scarlet Nexus, like other games that they... Scarlet Nexus was day one, I think. That's Bandai, Namco. Oh, that's the same thing in my brain. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, the logos. Um, Actually, no, I can't even make that. Yeah, not anymore. I don't know, that's um, on you, brother. <laughs> but, like, I think... I, I don't disagree with you. Like, if they're able to get Capcom or something... Square Enix, um, like... But even then, Square Enix, Square Enix did a support lot with for, Xbox. Yes, but like it to me, it feels a little inconsistent at times, or very like limited time. You know, right? It was a deal that expired eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I'm interested to see, like Seth said, you know, especially because this does go back to PlayStation, PlayStation Two, PS3. For streaming uh you know what sort of game we're gonna get from that and um i wonder uh what happens first um we get day one day one releases or we get a native ps3 emulation which happens first day one release uh, so the reason i say day one release (laughs) is that from everyone i've seen apparently sony just has the this insane mountain of they they don't know how to emulate the PlayStation Three. That boggles my mind. Like it they boggled. can figure it out. They're they're just not willing to put the money towards. If it someone again. can figure out how to get a PS Three emulator to work on a, like on a laptop, I think Sony could find a way to yeah, make it work on the PS Five. Absolutely, they could. It, it is mean, within, and it, it's them saying they don't know how to do it is an easy kind of. Uh, it feels something so, like, to hide behind. They yeah, can just, they can say that and have. It no feels like such a fake answer. Like, yeah, yeah. How, how do how can you not know how to do that? You made all of these consoles. Theoretically, you're supposed to know them inside and out. Yeah, it's it's definitely <laughs> just that uh, they don't want to do it, and they don't want to put the money into. They don't want to invest the money into actually developing it. Yeah. I mean, I which is I a bummer, but you know, they would rather you stream. Ryan. Jim Ryan doesn't think people want to play retro games. I mean, you're uh, you're correct on that. That is part of maybe that's part of the virtuous cycle. I I am <laughs> on an endless hunt now. I think uh, for the virtuous cycle, yeah, you will find the virtue. That's you are my, guided uh, by virtue. That, that's your new Elden that's, Ring. That's like my <laughs> that's my Elden Ring. I'm going to become the virtuous Also, Can we talk Lord. about how the Elden Ring is not <laughs> a good. ring? Yeah, it's not a ring at all. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. bull crap. <laughs> I don't know why that got me. I mean... But it is some bull crap. It is not yeah, a ring. Yeah. It's not a ring, people. Spoiler I mean, alert. Fun fact, the Dark Soul is not a Dark Soul. Okay, well... Like, that's different. 
You're not searching yeah. out for the dark soul in that game. People aren't saying go find the el- find the dark soul. That should be called the Elden Rune. Elden Rune. <laughs> yes. yes. But that is 100% a worse title. It is. <laughs> yes. it is. Absolutely a worse title. Uh, yeah. Jeez. Um, <laughs> I mean, listen. Nomenclature, they, they you know. Um, um. But man. Uh, you know, who knows what's going to be on this thing. You know, for we'll a find out in a few months. Yeah, probably E three. As I bet E three, they will have a yeah. proper rollout for sure. Yeah, and whatever, um, whatever form E three takes. The code name for this was Project Spartacus, and that's a way cooler name than <laughs> PlayStation Plus Essential, <laughs> PlayStation Plus Extra, and PlayStation Plus Premium. Uh, code names but, are always way cooler, and then they change them to names. Yeah, that are like, true. I'm still sad we really? never got the Xbox Scorpio. Oh, I mean, that was a the cool Scorpio. One. That like the Nintendo mm. Dolphin. <laughs> mm. You love to hear it. You do. Um, okay, let's. Now that you mentioned Nintendo, let's talk about uh, the other Zelda. Big <laughs> Zelda was delayed to spring 2023 unceremoniously about 30 minutes. After the Sony blog post dropped. <laughs> it was a very momentous I would say, but unceremonious day. Well, uh, I would say that it was delivered with the exact amount of ceremony every other Zelda delay <laughs> has been delivered with. Yeah. Every other Nintendo delay. Which yeah. is just A.G. Ionuma standing in front of a black screen saying, Sorry, they we just, need more time. They Oops. just wheel them out. <laughs> they don't wheel them out to show the game. They just wheel them out to announce the delay. To, to delay. He's gotten the haircut recently, I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. People uh, were ragging on him for going to sport clips. What? I, I think he looked fine. Yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. Um, but we got a little bit of new footage, and it showed off a, a broken Master Sword that really... Onuma yep. said, y'all hated breakable weapons. <laughs> Wait till the one unbreakable one <laughs> is broken. We're broken, breaking the big one. Maybe. I will say what I saw of like the new footage looks really interesting, and it has me really excited for this game, even though I have not gone through the original yet. <laughs> oh, my God. Forest. I love you guys. That's a... <laughs> We talk about Elden Ring being it's not a even, masterpiece. It's not even worth discussing. I know. Like, we talk about Elden Ring being a masterpiece, and then you... Oh, God. Okay. Um, oh, Lord. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, spring 2023. They could actually... Like, it could line up perfectly for it to release on the exact same day that uh, Breath of the Wild did. Yeah. And possibly with a, a higher powered switch at this there point, you, go. Uh, you know, kick that kick that old rumor mill uh, wheel and keep it turning. Um, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Well, well, we're getting a new Zelda in probably a year now, um, which shout out like two weeks ago was the anniversary of me getting helping Seth get a switch. Uh, Ooh, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Forever a fond memory of people getting mad at me playing my Switch in line while the whole world oh. is trying to get one. So great. <laughs> Holding Seth's spot in line for him while I'm playing yep. Breath of the Wild outside of a Toys R Us. Uh, 
if Toys R Us doesn't exist anymore. Uh, No Toys R Us exists anymore, but... Well, you go stand on that open lot. Yeah, I could. Uh, (laughs) um, All right, so let's go into uh, what I I guess we should affectionately call uh, the Battle Royale Corner, (laughs) and uh, we can finish out the rest of the news with... uh, uh, Fortnite has a new season, and it's got no building in it. Storyline-wise... Storyline-wise, the bad guys took away the building, and little did they know it made the game more popular and more approachable to a lot of people. <laughs> and more and more people, more and more people are playing Fortnite than ever. Uh, and it is I'm, also I'm, no longer called Fortnite; it's just called Night. <laughs> uh, I'm curious to see what the number or, drop uh, off is going to look like next season. Because if like building returns next building season, building is well, building is already planned for return. I think within like two weeks. Gotcha. But no build will be a separate playlist. Oh, okay. So they are keeping it. Uh, it's just going to be a separate, uh, separate queue. Sick. Um. But so the the one reason really to to bring this up is uh, Epic decided to take I don't know I think it's all the proceeds or most of the proceeds for this like the first two weeks of this battle pass or three weeks and donate it to humanitarian efforts in the Ukraine and um, they've raised over a hundred million dollars. Uh, so they they basically set it alongside that new battle pass money, and they wait just... is a hundred million dollars or V bucks? <laughs> I don't think the Ukraine needs V bucks. No, 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 it's it's dollars. Uh, although at some point V bucks may be worth more than the U.S. dollar. No one knows. Um, I think it is now probably, uh, considering all the kids willing to get scammed to try to get V bucks, but. Mm, V-Bucks, the original NFT. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Fortnite, you know, it's worth a shot. And uh, a lot of people are enjoying the no-build mode. uh, As much as I uh, don't like the man and I'm open about it, it brought Ninja back to the game. And uh, it brought a bunch of old Fortnite streamers that stopped playing back to it. um, And... You know, who'd have thought that moving one of the more annoying components to the game is making people love it more? Uh, So, Fortnite, as always, doing things. Eventually, I'll be able to get Joel McHale as a skin. Hopefully soon. They still haven't added the scientist as a skin. So, Mm. hopefully soon I get to be Joel. I can be The Rock right now, but not Joel. Uh... And then Apex Legends, we talked a couple weeks ago um, about there being this leak that there's going to be next-gen upgrades for Apex Legends coming out. And that is now kind of unceremoniously true. They, there was, I, through doing research of this latest, uh, for the episode, I saw the news article about it and I was like, oh, this got kind of buried by everything else happening. Yeah. Um, yes, but uh, it, it, it came alongside, um, like, the announcement of a new collection event that they're doing. Ooh, okay. So it wasn't, it wasn't, like, totally that they just, you know, dropped in a new version of the game. There's a collection event happening. 
The only um, reason this was part of that news. The only reason I even knew about it was because I was playing Elden Ring and I just got this notification on my PS5 that was like, you don't have enough storage to install this update. Do something about it. And I'm like, no, I'm busy. But I haven't heard any any discussion about it. I mean, I'll go update it and play it because uh, I want to see it look better. That's been one of my biggest complaints every time I get back into an Apex mood. That, man, this game could look better on my Series X. Yep. That's precisely the reason I have one. Uh, um, is this going to get Seth back into Apex Legends, though? Mm, that is the question. I will not provide an answer here. Ooh, okay. Uh, also, there was a data mine that happened that showed... Uh, where they pulled out the next nine legends that are going to come out, which makes me think that possibly they're going to do a big drop of them. Uh, what do you think, Seth? Like, sort of like a a re like a a booster pack. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. That seems unlikely to me. Also, um, they have been known to put in fake uh, character information because they know people data mine the game. Oh really? Uh, so it'd be it I would be weird that. for them to just have these nine things sitting there. Uh, but who knows? Um, I think, like, are they just names? Uh, like I didn't I didn't read anything about the um, like I I saw the headline about the data mine, but I feel like without knowing what these characters actually look like and what their abilities, how they play it, it doesn't it doesn't mean much to know who they are. Because you don't really know what they are. Let's see. I believe it was names and icons. Um, geez. I. Okay. There we go. Here's an article. Um, shout out to Dot Esports, I guess. Um, whole new map. Nine characters with their classes. Um, yeah, it doesn't have any of their abilities, though. So. Also in the data mine was um, that Capture the Flag is going to be coming to the game in the arenas mode. Hmm, interesting. That could be fun. Yeah. I need I, I should get back into Apex. I'm gonna I'm gonna download that update. I think it should have already possibly downloaded because my Xbox does that. Um but man, I need uh I would like to see that game in a better state than the last couple of times I've seen it. Um Forrest, you should also update it on your Xbox and we can play. Yeah. Cause I know I'm not gonna get you to play Fortnite, which is fine. I've come to terms with that. I'll heavily enjoy Fortnite from a distance. Yeah. I I really appreciate it, which is a complete face turn uh, from how I felt even like a year and a half ago. Um, but getting me to play it is going to be I've out learned, of the cards. I, I know that it probably won't work with that Seth ever, but I've learned that... Uh, like So sometimes I'll have friends over and... Um, I'll be in the middle of a round or something 
and they're like, oh, you're playing Fortnite again. And then by the time I'm getting like close to the end where it's like they're they get really into it. Yeah. And I'm like, you just were complaining about me <laughs> playing Fortnite. And you're like, no, go back in. Like, do it again. And I'm like, you could also do this and play it and you could probably be me. as good as me because I'm not great at the game. <laughs> I'm pretty good, but I'm not great. And but no, like I think that people just like watching it. It's easy to turn your brain off and watch. Yeah. And also, what other game, I guess, are you going to enjoy where, like, Batman guns down <laughs> a fish? Exactly. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, he is teaming up with gamers in this latest comic. I... Apparently. Uh <laughs> I guess I don't that's technically to, gaming news. I, I don't want to get into that. That's some real gaming nonsense. <laughs> Seth, have you seen nonsense. some of that? No, and I'm afraid now. There's a yeah. Batman Phase Clan crossover <laughs> comic. And uh there's the worst thing I've heard today. <laughs> oh, the like Iceman is yelling about gamers can't take him down and uh I Batman. Mean, that's kinda funny. Yeah. It's it's a whole thing. <laughs> um, uh, God, yeah. <laughs> Tim Drake says we need the gamers. <laughs> no. uh, does he say rise up? <laughs> rise up, rise up, gamers. That's that's the new no. opening for Suplex. It's rise up, <laughs> rise up, gamers. <laughs> rise up, gamers. <laughs> uh, geez. Um, was there was there any news that I missed, y'all? Well, uh, have you heard that there's some issue with Marvel's Avengers on PS5 that is causing games to crash? Oh, I saw this tweet, but I didn't know yes. enough to, <laughs> to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so this was uh, today. I don't really know anything about it. Of course, I haven't played Marvel's Avengers. Um, but I learned today that there's some kind of issue um, that causes some PS causing a crash. Uh, so this is what their tweet was. Our team is continuing to investigate the issue causing a crash for some PS5 players. We think we've identified a fix that is currently being implemented slash tested. We hope to have good news, more news tomorrow morning, and we'll continue to keep you updated. So that sounds good. Then they say, in the meantime, here's a workaround that is resolving the issue for some players. Okay, we're, we're off to a good start. Just note that it will reset your campaign progress. <laughs> what? So if you want to play the game, you've got to completely start it over. <laughs> Sorry. And it's not a short campaign. It's like a solid uh, 20 hours. That's... Yep. Ooh. Oh, that's God. Funny. Kind of funny. It's a real wait what moment. <laughs> like that. Yep. And it's not... Yep, yep, so, yep. so Forrest, I don't know if you've seen this tweet. It's not even in the main tweet. It's in the second tweet in the thread. Yeah, the second no. tweet. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's like, oh, there's a solution? Great, let me click it to the thread. Wah, wah. Wah, Jeez. It's... Oh, yes. Fun times. Uh, Marvel also, is, the, is it's the, the gift, gift that keeps on giving. It is. <laughs> truly. Yeah, it really is. Everything, uh, <laughs> everything about it has just been like, hmm. But really, only on the PlayStation side. Fairly normal. True, yeah. It's really Florida. Like, one side of the street, it's not <laughs> raining. The other side, it's a hurricane. Sometimes it just be like that. Like, <laughs> uh, yes. No new characters yes. in that. 
Who knows? Did you did you guys see like last week or the week before uh, Square Enix slash um, Platinum Games insistence on doubling down on Babylon's Fall? Even though, like, it only has like a thousand players at any given moment, and I saw the other I day mean, they that cut, they their kind of have to. to that their numbers got down to like thirty five for like a free trial. Oh no! <laughs> oh boy! It sucks. It's it's just like, did you know that Godfall is coming to the Xbox? <laughs> no, yep. the, yep. the 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 original PS five game. <laughs> only on PS five. One of First the reveal at the Game Awards. Wow. Uh, Fun time. Crossing the lines. <laughs> uh. Oh, good God. Hey, uh, Nintendo Switch get, has folders now. If you're one of those people who are uh, clamoring for them. Really like folders on the 3DS. They like kind me. of. They're, they're not, they're not, they're like, not that. like the 3DS. Dang. You have to go into the see all games section. To see the folders. Oh. Yeah. It's Boo. gross. It's not, it's not what I wanted. <laughs> and there's still mm, not Well, themes. I mean, personally, I just like the really long line of icons. So I'm not going to use these daggum folders. Um, also, there's still not themes. I want themes. Yeah. Give us the themes. I want <sighs> annoying video game music to play every time I open my Switch. You know, I I thought that until <laughs> let's talk about that for a second maybe. Uh PlayStation, they are the masters of doing that. Um yep. but let me tell you that Got no PS5 themes either. Uh right, but let me I tell miss, you every time I miss time those I... dynamic themes. I miss yeah. getting mad about games having dynamic <laughs> themes locked behind pre-orders. Uh, let me tell you about Stranger of Paradise having the loudest music possible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> it's just like the TV screaming at you when you hover <laughs> over that icon. I've never uninstalled a game faster after I traded <laughs> it in. I was like, get off of my system. No subtlety with that game. Uh, it, outside of it or inside of it. It's, it's just, you know, it's letting you know it's there. Um, As but, it should. I'm glad that you guys know how loud it is. That because it was for the demos. Yeah, the demo oh, is okay. exactly, it was yeah. like that too. It's yeah, it's the exact same. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't play the demo, so I oh gosh, I hovered over that and uh, I, it was like you know all the scenes in the movies when someone gets a high powered stereo. Oh, my TV was up yep. too loud. Oh no. Yep. Um, but yep. Truly chaos. <sighs> yes. Um, must be killed yeah all right well with that we appreciate you listening and i i promise next week we do have a truly exciting episode for you uh with the new games we've all been playing uh and uh i will leave it at that and we will talk at you next week goodbye bye bye see ya